That music is an invitation, an invitation to sit up and join me as we look into God's Word. This isn't your parents' Bible study or some pre-printed material from your denomination. Each episode, we tear into God's letter to humanity to see what would God have us know about Himself, about the world around us, and about ourselves. I am Brother Mitchell from the Discipleship Center, and you are listening to the TDC Podcast. When I was growing up, one of the things I learned was all the things you can't do. As Baptists, we specialized in all the things you can't do. It was like we were living under this giant canopy of fear of doing something wrong. You needed to check the rule list to make sure you could do something. I had to open the Bible to see what God says so I could have the freedom to serve him the way he deserves to be served. 1 John chapter 4, starting in verse 13. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us, because he's given us his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in God. So, we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this is love perfected with us, so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment. Because, as he is so, also are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, and hates his brother, well, he's a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. When I first got saved, I was full of joy, full of wonder. I saw the world as a wide open and ready for me to conquer for the cause of Christ. But when a new Christian goes to church like that, everyone is really excited for them for the first few weeks. And then you kind of get tired of hearing from Spazzy after a while. Old Christians like to throw a little cold water on the parade, you know, so you don't burn yourself out. They like to deflate the balloons and then heap on their traditions and teach you how we've always done things. So, you live in this new fear that you've done something wrong. Your newly cleansed conscience has now been maligned and you're not sure what to think. You want to love God with all your heart, with all your strength and all your mind, but you also want to follow all of these rules. Now you develop this sense of doubt. There are things you want to do, but you doubt whether you should or even could. There are things that you want to say to people, but you don't know if it's your place or if you're qualified. Stop! We need to know that first and foremost, we have the same spirit as God because he put it there. And we should be motivated primarily by God's spirit and through the truth of scriptures. The traditions of man, the traditions of our denominations, and the traditions of any local church come secondary to God's spirit and the Bible. So I've spent many years being told what I can't do and feeling that I was no longer worthy because of my past sins. But yet God keeps lifting me up and showing everyone they're wrong. Everywhere I go, the name of Jesus gets proclaimed. I used to drive by the Gift of God Street Church, our local homeless shelter, every morning on my way out of town, and I'd wonder, what's going on over there? But then doubt would cover me and tell me to keep on going because they don't, they don't need the likes of me over there. I'd drive by and doubt would be like a cloud over me and tell me that I'm too busy, I'm not talented, I don't know nothing about these people. 
etc. You know when you live your life in fear and doubt, you become an expert on making excuses on why you shouldn't do something. My assistant pastor brought me a story from the newspaper on how some idiot over at the shelter hit Pastor Ed with a soup bowl. And the Spirit of God came over me, and the thought came into my head that no man should ever be disrespected like that in his ministry. And I went over there the very next day to see how I could help, and I've been there every week since for about five years now. Why is that? Because perfect love casts out fear. When God moves and you have real love in your heart, then there is nothing that can stop you. Nothing. Real love will allow you to move across country to do the right thing. Real love will allow you to change jobs to do the right thing. Real love will allow you to spend time with strangers to do the right thing. Real love will allow you to proclaim the good news to people because it's the right thing. Real love will allow you to show love to people who are normally ignored by society because it's the right thing. I weep for the fearful. There are people who sit quietly in church every week. They don't raise their voice. Their passion is gone. They don't raise their hands. They don't sing out. They don't volunteer. They don't do nothing because they live in fear. They want everyone to ignore them because they're afraid. They don't visit the sick because they're afraid. They don't participate in class because they're afraid. They don't talk about God to their co-workers because they're afraid. They can't even worship God in their hearts because they're afraid. Well, why are they afraid? Because they aren't letting God's love and His Spirit change them. And they're still afraid of some unknown judgment falling on them. Romans chapter 8, verse 1 and 2, There is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. You may have noticed I'm always going back to the book of Romans. I'd encourage you to study Romans. I did. It changed my life. It was the book that I had been studying that God used to unlock my life and push me forward into ministry. I will at some point in the future go through the book of Romans in this format. But the last time I preached through Romans, it took me six months of 40 minutes once a week classes and I didn't say half the stuff that needed to be said. I have no idea how long it might take at less than 10 minutes a pop here, but I think it's worth it, and this short time format is right for many of today's listeners. Back to God's love. If anyone says that they love God but hate their brother, then they're a liar. You, you can't love God who you can't see if you can't love your brother who you do see. If you don't love others but you claim to love some abstract concept of God, I guarantee that you've made an idol. You've taken away all the stuff about God that you don't like, and you've added stuff that you do like, and now you say you love your cotton candy form of God, but you don't know who the real God is yet. I want you to know that when you finally repent of your life of sin and ask God for forgiveness, when you turn and start following Jesus in truth and righteousness, when you are in the Bible and applying it to your life, when you have God's Spirit dwelling in you, when you have joy, peace, and love that God supplies you, you will know the type of freedom that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. No longer will you be held back by doubt and fear. No longer will your past be an anchor around you, and no longer will the opinions of man matter. You will know the truth, and that truth will set you free. If you want to know how you can be free, head on over to my website. Click on that button about salvation and find out about the great salvation that God has afforded us today. The Discipleship Center and its subsidiaries, TDC Aquaponics and TDC Farm, are a registered 501c3 charity serving in the not-so-beautiful city of Kankakee and its surroundings. Have you or a loved one been struggling with substance abuse, chronic unemployment, 
need some work experience after a recent incarceration, or just failed to move on to a more productive phase of life. There is hope just around the corner with the Discipleship Center, where every life matters and we strive to fulfill the Great Commission one life at a time. Check us out on the web at www.discipleshipctr.org today.